Hi, Mary Beth. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Schomburg. Welcome to internship. Thank you. How are you feeling about internship right now? I'm very excited, oh, and good. I'm excited for some of my questions to be answered throughout uh, this video. Yes, absolutely. Thank I'm you. excited. I made notes so that I would make sure to give, give you all the information that um, I can. Um, don't want to rely on the memory, uh, so I'll refer to these from time to time if you don't mind. No problem. Thank you. Uh, can I just say a couple of things right here to start off Please, with, Mary Beth? Sure. Um, have you read the School Counseling Handbook, which is at the, um, on the online advising guide for the School of Education? Not read it yet, but I plan to do it as soon as possible. Okay, that's good. Yes, that's yes. one of the things you certainly want to do um, so you can get a feel for it. This handbook's fantastic in that it covers the entire program but has a section, too, on internship, and that's the one you'll focus in on. Great. Uh, and then you may have questions after you read that, and I'm happy to answer those. Um, Okay, and that's okay. what I have for, for, for now. What questions okay, do you have Okay, perfect, for me? thank you. Um, so my first question is a pretty basic one. Um, when I start my internship, um, what should I do when I first enter the building? Where should I go? Yes, uh, go straight to your site supervisor, locate your site supervisor, okay. um, ask her to kind of show you around and introduce you to folks. She'll probably take your hand and do that anyway. Um, and maybe stress to her that there is a, that you'd like to have, you know, where's your little space? You'd like to have your space and you want your space to be a place where you can bring students and it be um, confidential. So if you're not comfortable with the space you're in, you may want to have a conversation with her to see if there's another place for you or perhaps ask, just ask her um, when I'm engaging in counseling sessions with students, um, since this is not a private area, would I be come into your office with you or how would I work that? And maybe that'll prompt her to realize that this may not be the best place for you and find some other place for you to be. But in addition to that, I have some very specific things here that I would like to go over with you. Um, you first, you, you really do want to sit down with your faculty supervisor, which is your, I mean, with your site supervisor, and let her know who I, who I am or who your faculty uh, supervisor is for internship. Give her your faculty supervisor's email and contact information and let her know that the faculty supervisor is there to help her as well as you and do not hesitate to, to contact um, the faculty supervisor for internship as needed. Um, you want to sit down and if you haven't already done so, um, spell out your schedule. What is your schedule going to look like to accrue the hours that you need for internship? Um, as you know, you have to have 300 hours total for internship. 100 hours at the elementary level, 100 hours at the secondary level, which could be middle or high school. You can bring as many as 100 hours in that you've gained through course embedded field experiences, but it, the only hours you can bring in are through course embedded field experiences. So you'll want to sit down with your, your supervisor and map out exactly when she wants you there, when she's going to expect you there and be very diligent about being on time and showing that good work ethic because this could very possibly be your future employer. So um, and that depends a lot on you. Um, there, I want to talk a little bit about your projects. You have six projects and I'm sure you have already heard about those. You'll have three for each setting. That's the most common question I get is do I have six for each setting? No, it's six total for internship. Three at the elementary level, three at the secondary level. Um, what you want to be sure to include in those projects, um, and I think you had a question about that later, so I may just skip through that and wait for your question sure. on that. Um, you'll want to, while you're meeting with your, your supervisor, do two very important things. Go over the overview form 
and have your supervisor sign the overview form and you sign the overview form. And it needs to be an original signature. Then you scan that document and you load that document into Blackboard. What many students do is they type the signatures in using a, a cursive font and that's not good enough so it ends up coming, I end up cleaning that out, going back to you and saying redo that with a real signature. So we need a real signature, scan it and load it up. Um, the, one of the biggest things that you need to think about when you're meeting with your supervisor is the advanced competency assessment. Those are all of the standards that you have to meet while you're in internship. That's non-negotiable. You need to meet every one of those standards. So you need to sit down on that first day with your faculty supervisor and say, okay, these are the standards. Let's look through these together and see how you can plan for me to meet these. And let's say you get to group counseling and she says, or he says, oh, we don't do group counseling in this school. Well, the fact of the matter is you have to have that experience to get through internships, so you need to start negotiating how you can get that, whether it be a lunch bunch group or a uh, before, right after, before or after school group. We prefer your internship hours take place during the school day, but I think we could stretch that to be in a, a, a right before, right after school group, as long as you're still working face-to-face -face with students and you still have supervision there. Okay, great. Thank you for explaining. It's good to know about the ACA that all standards must be observed before I can complete the internship. Absolutely. That's really great to know up front. Good. Um, now, also, do I need, you mentioned the projects. I know there's six total, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and you said three for each location. Uh -huh. um, would you mind just explaining the projects a little bit more, um, what they entail, and how I could you know, complete those? Yes, absolutely. And that's a good question. Um, what you don't want in a project are, is individual counseling. Individual counseling takes place on a daily basis, and that's not really a project. So I'm thinking, in even though small group counseling and classroom guidance may take place on a daily basis in some schools, those would still be considered projects. You would, you would plan, you would purposely plan a curriculum, and you would deliver the curriculum, and hopefully you'll evaluate the curriculum um, and show what you have learned in your program development courses. Um, so you'll want to do a small group. What I, su what I suggest for students for the three projects is at least one small group, one classroom guidance, and then possibly a system support delivery method, like do a workshop for the, for the teachers, or do a workshop for your colleagues on something you've learned new in your program, like standards blending, you know, the crosswalking approach, the use of some uh, electronic uh, action plans and results reports, and share that, that information and those tools with them, that kind of thing. Okay, great. Thank you for those ideas. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, now, I will submit the, I have, sorry, I have the same site supervisor for both of my placements. Okay. Um, so, uh, it's, do I only need to submit one set of forms? Would that be okay? I am so glad you asked that. I get that so much. No matter where you're doing your internship, you're going to, you're going to have two populations. So, even if you have the same supervisor, you're going to have two populations. So you're still going to have the elementary population and you're still going to have the secondary. And that's a Virginia, that's, that's for our state approved uh, program here in Virginia and Virginia licensure requiring these two separate settings. So yes, you want two sets of paperwork. So for example, your ACA, your ACA evaluation, you'll do a preliminary evaluation and you, then you'll do a final evaluation. So, by the way, the preliminary evaluation, it may have some not observes on there. Remember how we said everything mm -hmm. has to be, 
Your preliminary may have a few because you haven't had time to get to them yet. But by final, for both settings, by final eval, all those need to be met for both settings. Um, and I've lost my train of thought. What was your other no, question? No, you're fine. So for just um, about the ACAs, so because we have to have two sets of forms for everything, we're actually going to have one preliminary, one final, and then again, one pre preliminary and then another final. Absolutely. So four all together. Okay. Yes, because you can imagine you may get a fantastic evaluation at the right. elementary level, but perhaps yours not as strong at the, right. at the secondary level. That's good information for your faculty supervisors to know. Okay. Your areas of strengths and weaknesses to help you so we can help you to grow in those areas. And, so, and then you're going to have some forms that are exactly the same because you have the same supervisor, like the overview form. So with that particular form, the school will change, or the, or the population will change at the top of the, it's a two-part form, mm -hmm. at the top of that form. But the bottom will be the same with the signatures, and you'll submit that to your second placement. But if okay. there is a form that's completely identical, just submit it the, in its identical format, but in the second placement gradebook. Okay, sounds good. So all forms twice. All forms okay. twice. Great. Um, my other question is, uh, I'm at the same school though for both placements, um, okay. as well as having the same site supervisor. Okay. So, do I still have to have two sets of paperwork? Yes. Okay. So even though you're, so I've had students like you're talking about who have one supervisor and one school setting because that school setting shares elementary, middle, and high school, but they're still with a very specific population. They're no longer with the elementary when they leave to go to secondary or vice versa. So you still need to have those um, pa paperwork for both okay. sections. Great, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, also, is it true that I cannot receive any not observed in my ACA evaluations? We, we answered that earlier, yeah, but we just did. to, I know how important it is, so just to reiterate, I must observe everything on my ACA to complete this internship. Absolutely, okay. by the final for both placements. Okay, yes. perfect, thank you. You're welcome. Um, now, sometimes I get so busy with my real job, school, and the internship, and just life, um, that I just can't get my forms in on time. So is it okay if they're late sometimes? Or um, also I anticipate that I will have difficulty checking my email regularly during the day. Is this okay to do that? Mary Beth, I appreciate you asking that and I'm glad you brought it up. And um, this has been, a, it's certainly been an area of concern and I'll tell you why. We are school counselors and so Others look to us to be the ones to help them to manage time and be organized and remove obstacles to meeting important deadlines. So if we don't role model that behavior um, and be responsible in that regard, then what kind of a, a, a school professional school counselor are we going to make then? That's the question I, I ask you. Um, I know you're busy and I know, stu I know students are busy Many students have jobs, they're doing internship, and they're still taking classes while they're doing internship. And so I know it means time management, it, ne it means organization, but I would strongly encourage you to follow through on that because I really do look at the timely submission of forms as part of the process, as part of your growth, as part of your in an indicator of a good professional school counselor. Um, so make every effort to get those forms in. It's going to be like an assignment, so late pen penalties will be applied if forms aren't in on time. And also it's very important because oftentimes we have to verify licensure for your site supervisors, and if time continues to pass and time continues to pass and you're not loading up 
the, the license, then it could very well be after the fact I find out that your school counselor was not a licensed school counselor but a licensed social worker. And we need to, to, to know that right up front. So those forms serve a purpose and so it's very important to get them in. And email communication honestly becomes even more important in internship because you're actually using clinical skills and counseling students. So if an issue arises, your, your site supervisor may very well contact me. And if I can't get to you for two and three and four days, that's just not effective. So you need to be extra diligent at answering your emails and communicating with me during internship. Okay, I understand. Thank you for explaining the rationale behind that. I appreciate that. Thank you, that. absolutely. Um, now, what exactly are the biggest challenges that you have found for students during the internship? Forms. 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 <laughs> Getting the forms in. It seems like the, the site supervisors do a beautiful job of walking you through the administrative supervision and um, helping you to develop your clinical skills. Um, I have very few issues in that regard, but I have tons of issues with it regard to the forms, and I wrote down some of the, the main issues, which is incomplete forms. The forms get to me, I open them up, and they're, not, they're incomplete, and they have to be complete, so I have to get in touch with you, have you do it over, clear the, the, the blackboard, and have you submit another attempt. That takes a lot of time, especially when you're doing that for upward of 60 students. So asking students to please be careful and complete the forms accurately would be helpful to all of us. And submit it to the wrong place. I oftentimes get emails from students, oh, I hit the submit button too soon and I've submitted my confidentiality form to my um, overview form. So I go in and I remove that and they go back out. Just being a little extra diligent and making sure that's the file you really want to put here. Or I'm finding they'll put, put first placement forms into the second placement slots or second placement into first placement. So just being mindful of that and making a good effort to, to um, put the forms where they belong and to complete them. And a huge area of concern for me is fa the fancy file names have pound signs and symbols and, whatnot, and I can't open them. So simple is better. Just flat out name it using um, alphabet and be done with it and I should be able to open those and there won't be a problem. Um, and then forms just not submitted on time. Just the, the top, oh, I spent hours sending emails after emails after emails to the students to say where are your forms or a week late, they're two weeks late. That gets, that gets a little crazy when you get into two and three weeks late. So getting the form submitted, completed, submitted on time to the right places and in the right file format. Okay, great, thank you, appreciate You're it. Um, now, I'm not sure I understand how to complete the field experience summary, um, or the FEC as it's, sorry, FES as yes. it's also called. Yes. Um, how do I complete that form? Okay, um, recently it was revised and I think that if you haven't seen it recently, I believe you'll like it. It seems to me to be a whole lot more, uh, simple than it was. There are three sections to the form. The form is not due until the very end of internship and it's basically a log of your hours. So the first section is whatever hours and, and your, the instructions are, are on it now and very, I think very clear but to, but to um, reiterate, the first section are the hours of, that you obtain during course embedded field experiences. And again, 
You don't want to put any work experience there, present or past. You don't want to put any volunteer experience there, present or past. The only thing you want there are course embedded um, exp field experiences. So once I see how, that, when, so when I look in that first part, I'm looking for how many hours you're bringing in to internship, basically. So let's say you're bringing in 90 hours. You could have brought in as much as 100, but no more. So then I look down and of course I'm going to make sure that you did 110 hours somewhere because you only have to do 100 in elementary and 100 in secondary, but since you didn't come in with 100, you have to have 300 total hours for internship. So I'm going to be looking to see where you made up that 10 hours. So just be mindful of that. So this, then the second part is just that. There's a section there for your elementary and a section there for your uh, secondary and you simply list the hours that you served in each setting. And also be mindful over here of the columns that you have to show how you work with exceptional populations or multicultural populations, um, checking off those boxes and putting a little explanation in there for what you did with those populations. Okay. Then the second page, which is the third part of the form, is a rubric and students get rightfully confused because typically you expect your, your um, professor to complete the rubric. But in this case, you complete the rubric. And you want to make sure that you have taken care of um, everything that's listed on that rubric. So you'll want to look at the FES form now if you haven't already. Hopefully students are looking at it early in the program because it does require like a Christian school experience in there that seems to catch students off guard. Um, so you want to make sure to, to fulfill the um, field experience requirements by looking at that form. And you basically, you just fill in that piece too. And when I get that loaded to the grade book, if I see the rubric isn't complete, you hear from me and I clean it out and have you complete the rubric and load it back up. But all things on the rubric must be completed, like the ACA standards must all be met, all the FES standards must be met as well. Okay, perfect. So we can use the rubric kind of as a checklist to to demonstrate that yes, for ourselves, yes. that yes, I've done this section, yes, I have this many exactly. hours. Okay, perfect. Yes. Okay, great, thanks. You're welcome. Um, now, what if my supervisor wants to see my confidentiality form or um, read the school counseling program handbook? Do I refer her to you or to my instructor? Yeah, um, that's, I'm glad you asked that because I get emails from students who are in internship asking that very question. My um, supervisor wants to know where they can get this and that. And so I'm thinking, well, you have that information, you have that knowledge. So this would be the time to show your knowledge of your own program that you just matriculated through by saying, oh, let me help you and show you where that is on our website. And then your uh, supervisor will have access to every one of those forms to read through or pull off or do whatever she wants to with. It's a great idea that she wants to read the confidentiality form and it's right there for her to, to read. You only have one of those to fill out for your internship. You don't, it used to be you had two now you have one and there's one slot for that um, okay. confidentiality form. Great, and that, I think that would also show our initiative too, um, you know, if we got it on our own, yes. our own time to show her that we are resourceful as well. So. Exactly, that's good. Thank you, okay. exactly. <laughs> okay, and um, just my last question for you is, what do I do about the stipend form for my supervisor? Okay, and that's a good question. There was, a, we revised the stipend form last semester and so there was a little bit of confusion about that, but the way it's gonna work now now, is the advising form, like all the other forms, will be up on the online advising guide. So students like yourself, internship students, will go in and pull that form off with their supervisor, bring it to their supervisor. The supervisor completes it, and then there's directions at the bottom on how the supervisor is to return it. Typically, it's a fax 
back to gate four, which is um, Ms. Hesse at, the, at this time. And um, I do believe they may also be emailing it from gate four to the site supervisors, meaning that the site supervisors can then download it, fill it out, sign it, scan it, and email it back if they prefer to go that route. Okay, wonderful. Well, that was all my questions for right now, and I appreciate it, and I feel way more prepared oh, to start I'm my so internship. Glad. So thank, thank you, you very, very much. Bad. It's a pleasure.